idea that two podcasters could join together and cover every single superhero television show and movie that exists. Scott and Chris combined their talents to form Binstorm to make this idea a reality. Then Barry Allen popped in and reminded us that short of having time-altering super speed, there's no way in hell we can accomplish that in one lifetime. We'll do what we can. So anywho, welcome back to Weekly Heroics, a two true freaks guide to heroes on TV. Until we get everybody else on. Howdy. Hey! Pat, cool. Hey. Hey. Is the recording over here? Yeah, I think I got mine going. You're rocking quite the uh, respectable Brian Blessed beard there, hero. Die! Well, you know, this movie has proved to me that I have the body of a god, so... Yeah, indeed, yeah. Thor makes us all feel better about ourselves. <laughs> we need to be the uh, the three fat guys that refute the whole... I didn't feel made fun of. <laughs> I yeah. didn't feel made fun of either. I'll, I'll go off on a tear about that, because he still suits up and he's still yep. worthy. Yep, yep. All these articles coming out, like, the problem with that movie is it's a big fat joke. Uh, like, I didn't feel like that at no, all. No, it was uh, let's more... Go, come on, Thanos has the biggest ass in the movie, and he's the most ripped guy in the movie. <laughs> right, and, you know, America's ass, and no one's going to beat that anyway. So. <laughs> oh. All right. Sirens in my neighborhood or yours? Not mine, I don't think. That must be a mine. Sorry. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, not in my new place. I don't hear them as much in mine, so luckily. That's. Yeah, it's very good. So get the, the Wednesday night drunks are out, but. <laughs> Those are the worst ones. Yeah, sometimes. Uh... Those are the abject ones. I, I was sitting on my deck contemplating having some vodka uh, drinks Ooh. during the day the other day, and then the uh, college kids across the street park started playing beer pong I'm like oh yeah that's why I don't day drink anymore uh yeah I think those days are over for me too (laughs) hi welcome to weekly heroics uh two true freaks sometimes mostly movies lately podcast although we will be getting back into the weekly tv stuff uh, as soon as the boys hits and uh, we got more Preacher coming up and, and you know, the final seasons of Preacher and Legion, just to give you a little superhero news. Mm. Um, and I'm here with our, our usual subjects, uh, Pat Delmore and Chris Tyler, Hair Metal Hero. Yo. Hey. And then after a long absence, what are, what are we doing today? Uh, we're in the endgame, kids. So, uh, it's an independent film. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, you know, the five cast members. Um yeah, we haven't really done, we haven't kept up on all the Marvel movies on this podcast, and, and we, we probably should have. So I think the last Marvel movie we actually did was like Spidey Homecoming. 
um, Guardians 2 before that. So, and we've got other movie reviewers. You know, that by the time this comes out, there's going to be four bajillion Avengers Endgame podcast, but we decided yeah. we decided if the whole universe is going to play, we we better be in on it too. So, well, I want to talk about it anyway. Yeah, indeed. And I, I just got done seeing it a second time. Um, sadly, from the not not a large theater experience. Those things fell off a truck in China, and I got to watch <laughs> that one. Uh, well, my, my wife is so awesome. We saw it the Saturday of the opening weekend, and then Sunday morning she's like, should we go see it again tonight? I'm like, yep. <laughs> yep, we should. Well, we, we waited till the Sunday of opening weekend. Luckily, got in without too many spoilers. And uh, unfortunately, it was a really packed... Well, I mean, it was great. It was a really packed theater, but me and my girlfriend Tina and, and Mr. Honeywell went and we couldn't even sit together. But but that was kind of cool. Luckily, Tina got a seat right in front of me so I could like play with her hair occasionally. Oh, and, nice. And hear her laugh at the good parts. So, <laughs> um, And I was like surrounded with kids on both sides, so that was kind of cool, too. Except the two, actually, the two next to me reminded me of me and Honeywell because they were kind of talking through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanos can't really be dead, can he? It's like, no, and, you know, blah, 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 you know. <laughs> Why did Thor do that? Why is Thor fat? (laughs) Well, me and Honeywell know why Thor is fat, because he's old. He's 1,500 years old, and it just gets to you eventually. (laughs) (laughs) And a respectable beer habit doesn't help either. There's laugh track Tina in the background, kids. She can only hear about one one side of this three-person conversation, but... Yeah. After everything Thor has endured in the last six years, I, I, I well, I guess it would technically be eleven years because there's a five-year time jump. So yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. Oh yeah. So I mean, well, first of all, if you haven't figured out by now, um, and you're maybe one of the last humans on Earth that hasn't seen this movie yet, stop now because we will spoil everything. Um, and we'll, we'll try to do this in some kind of reasonably. Organized manner. Yeah, right. So uh, we don't, you know, or, or, or I'll just have to take the intermission the end game should have given us to have a cigarette, one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, vapors. Uh, some of us still have the habit. I still have a habit, but I, I can put it down for three hours for a movie. <laughs> oh, for the movie? No, that wasn't. But my bladder was actually my my leg going crippled. From, oh, from the uncomfortable seat was the biggest problem in, in the three hours. <laughs> now my bladder held out fine and my, my nicotine withdrawal held out fine. It was my, right. my broken body uh, uh, risking blood clots was not doing fine. Yeah, that's not good. That's why I usually <laughs> try to pick a, an end of the aisle seat so I can, if I need to, I can get it up yeah, and stand up. Uh, and there were no choices. Uh, they, had, they had three of the, uh, the comfy lazy boys in the front, but they were the front over to the side and we like tried them and it was just unwatchable. So, I mean, yeah. So, most of the theaters around me do the uh, pick your seat when you buy your ticket thing now. So, oh, yeah. nice. No, we, I got lucky. We didn't have that advantage. Uh, I was at Cinerama, which was amazing, of course, but I was way at the back. I bought I bought a balcony ticket, and I had two friends that had bought three tickets and couldn't find a third person. And it was going to be the the fifth movie that I had seen while on vacation, like alone in a theater. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I'll come sit with you." There you go. 
Uh, believe me, I was tempted to like steal off for like the the Thursday late late show if I could have got into it. And I, seen oh it before God, everyone I desperately else. wanted to do that, but I, I I turned forty this year. That just that shit ain't happening. <laughs> yeah, it just ain't happening. Well, and I did. I started watching like a minute of of the bootleg copy that came out like right on Thursday night, or probably even earlier because it was from China. And then I stopped myself. I'm like, ah, no, don't I do it, yeah. man. Don't. Do I didn't it. want to spoil anything. I did read the spoilers for Game of Thrones, but there was yeah. no way I was going to spoil this. No, there'd be none of talking about that in this podcast because I'll have to come for you because I don't know any of them, but I have my ideas. <laughs> uh, we should probably do a Game of Thrones wrap up eventually too. We missed a couple seasons of that, but yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Yep. Uh, all right, all right. Let's get into this. Um, I, I might be. Uh, it, I, I guess we'll start. Yeah, let's do the whole uh, roundtable thing. You know, five minutes on likes and dislikes, if any, and yeah, and then we'll get into the meat of it. All right. So, Who wants to go first? Uh, Mr. Hero, why don't you go first? Uh, okay. My quick recap. Uh, this is everything that I want in a Marvel movie. <laughs> this is. Just this is a, a, a maxi series thrown up on the screen for three hours. Infinity War and Endgame is probably the best two-parter I've ever seen in my entire life. Godfather, have, Godfather too. Oh wait, sorry. Yeah, I'm not a big I'm not a big mobster movie fan, so <laughs> take my you know my praise with a, a you know a big hunk of salt. But um, in terms of superhero theatrical stuff, uh, it's going to be tough to beat this I think in terms of um, one giant cohesive story and again I've been a huge mark for these movies since they came out uh, it's my bread and butter this is the stuff that I like the stuff that makes me happy so you know and I've watched all of them like multiple times so all of the callbacks and the references and the you know stuff that comes full circle that all played like gangbusters for me um so I I don't think I have any complaints. I'm sure that there are some people that are probably nitpicking it, or they, maybe they have some super criticisms of stuff that didn't work for them. That's fine. Not everybody's a fan of every character, uh, but for me, I um, I wouldn't trade these two movies for anything. Um, they're already that high on my list just because of what it's given me. And I, I granted it's because of the other you know 20 movies before right. it helping, but. In terms of a of a singular experience, this you know five and a half hours, really it is one giant film. Um, yeah, it's 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 way up there for me, man. And well, I'm sure we'll go into details shortly. Uh, uh, go ahead, Pat. I'll, I'll wrap it up, I guess. No, I really I really enjoyed it as uh, as part of Marvel. As far as uh, as far as it being like good cinema, and am I going to own it? Probably not. Um, I like the I like self-contained stuff a lot. So it's um, you know if I'm going to watch something over and over again, I'm going to watch Captain America: The First Avenger right over and over again. And it's like I hope you know someday my nephew will want to get into Marvel and I can go. Oh great, I can watch all these again in order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know he'll be young enough that he'll be asking questions and I'll be explaining to him what's going on. And I'm looking forward to that. Uh, when I wrote my letterbox review, my big thing was James DeArcy is in this movie yeah, playing Jarvis. Nice. They yep. finally tipped their hat to the television series. Yeah, yeah that's because Marcus and McFeely wrote that series. That's right. Ah. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one spoiler I got. Well, it wasn't specific, but our, our good friend on the internet, Zaki Hassan, who's a great um, critic, posted essentially that. It's like, oh, they finally, you know, acknowledged some of the TV show. And I didn't even want to know that going in, so I was a little pissed when <laughs> I muted him for 30 days. <laughs> but, um, oh, I'm sorry, go on, Pat. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really happy uh, that Hemsworth is sticking around. Yes. He, I mean, he could go do like uh, Hugh Jackman, go for 19 years. Sure. And make like an old, old man Thor you know, dragging a sword behind him with one eye. Um, I want more uh, Cap mythology. Mm. And I hope... Marvel uh, or... or uh, <laughs> America. Yeah. I mean, Marvel's Marvel is great. I mean, God, Brie Larson, I could just look at a you know, tight close-up of her face mm. for two hours and be <laughs> very, very entertained. Or 15 minutes, whatever it takes. Yeah. Um. She's... <laughs> She, yeah, exactly. She's a, God, she's a cute. Um, I would have liked to have seen more of her in this, but you know, come see, come saw. Um, yeah, the Cap stuff was probably the best of any of the Avengers movies. I feel like he's always had a little bit of short shrift in all of the, the films. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets his bike scene in the one, um, but other than other than that. Um, him fighting himself was just great. Mm. The elevator scene, loved it. Yeah. Um, so, so good. <laughs> I was not, yeah, I was not ex- expecting uh, Crossbones to show up at yeah. all. That was my big oh shit moment. It's like anything. It's like, oh, it's, it's on. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, the Fat Thor was my big oh shit moment because <laughs> that day did a great job of keeping that under lock and key. Yeah, no yep. doubt, man. You'd think anything, uh, you know, that would. That would have leaked, but I want to see more of Asgard on Earth. Yeah, I'm sure that I'm sure they'll mm. they can go back to it. You know, if they would do Siege, yeah. you know, set it up for uh, for that Loki series that's supposedly coming out. Yep, got to see uh, Valkyrie on uh, Aragorn, which was yeah. awesome. Oh yeah, yep. I, that's my only nitpick. Where did she get that from? Right, uh, yeah, I don't exactly. care, but by the time she's flying around on it with the yeah, dragon fang sword, I'm like, whatever, man. Stowed him away, I, you know, Thor had some pim particles when he left Ragnarok or something, and they shrunk him and saved him from Thanos on the on the ship. Yeah, it's, you know, there there's a little Swiss cheese going on, but it's good cheese. It's really yes, good it Swiss cheese. Um and if you're done, Pat, I, I guess I'll launch it. Yeah, mine. go for it, Scott. Um, I just watched it a second time, and it was better, I think. I mm. was a little oh, yeah. disappointed the first time, and I'm I not sure I'm not sure why, but I just I felt a little lacking when I walked out of the theater the first time. You know, it wasn't almost, it wasn't like the immediacy to, to go see it again, like some of the movies. Um, and I think part of it was that it was, because I'm always, I'm like the original idea guy, like, you know, I'm the guy that didn't even want to see Skywalkers in the new Star Wars. And, and so I, I, the whole, to me, it was kind of a clip show, you know, which I get it. They had to do it. I thought maybe it was a little heavy handed. Um, and I'm not a huge fan of like time travel fuckery. I kind of wish they had found a different resolution to things. Um, I definitely like was blown away by the, the early twist of like, well, there goes Thanos' head. <laughs> so yeah. now what? 
<clears throat> well, that that instantly sucked me in because I was like, oh, yeah. And okay. unfortunately, I mean, I had heard rumors that they were going to do time travel stuff. So I mean, that wasn't a huge yeah, surprise that was um, out there. And well, the, the the thing I appreciate. Oh, sorry, you're in the middle of your spiel. Sorry. No, no, it's all right, man. Um, well, the the thing I appreciated about it, it, yeah, there was time travel involved, but their specific goal was so narrow. It wasn't to reverse time. It was literally we're only going to bring back the people that were snapped away. Right, and, and they even it. you know made the reference of let's go back and kill baby Hitler slash Thanos. So you know it was cool that they address that and and I, yeah I thought that the, the it, it was some of the funniest stuff you know talking about you know Tony Stark saying that you know Scott Lang it's like you're not seriously basing this on Back to the Future are you? <laughs> <laughs> and and Rhodey and my girlfriend here when Rhodey I think uh, think it was you know rolled off all the movies you know he mentioned somewhere in time and she, yeah. that's one of her favorite movies in mine it was like wow deep cut cool. <laughs> so I mean I liked the way they handled it ultimately um, and as far as clip shows go I mean it was it was great to see these little corners of the uh, the MCU that that were just slightly rewritten and you know and just seen from the perspective of these you know these time heist guys you know and it was kind of perfect that Scott Lang came up with the time heist thing so because they built you know he's the thief so yeah so I mean, it was definitely you know played in its own universe consistently, and and the thing I got some of the most joy out of was was knowing that you now have to acknowledge Thor two as a reasonably yep. good and piece God of work. Damn, the sons of bitches, man! The sons of bitches, they did it. They did it. <laughs> the one Marvel movie uh, Mr. Tyler wasn't a huge fan of, and the I, only one I dare like. say didn't like. Yeah, uh, but now know. it's now it's integral. Yeah, and the the the, the scene with his mother, and I didn't, you know, we got one millisecond of Jane Foster, and you know that was more than enough for me. But the the scene with his mother was pretty great, and That's and nice. him traveling with Rocket. I mean, I if if they don't put him in the next Guardians movie, they're just flat out fools because it's just so much rich mining for comedy with him and Star Lord and Rocket and everyone. You know, and, and uh, Drax is obviously con- you know, conflicted thoughts about him. <laughs> um, but not so conflicted. Didn't he say somewhere along the line his, his, his planet was basically free, free love people, in a way? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, there's no pretense with... No. Uh, with any people from Drax's planet, so no. <laughs> what was what, what was funny is what I've been saying was I thought that Drax was the one that would come back from the snap, and that they were going to continue to have Dave Batista playing somebody else from that planet. Yeah. And then what ended up happening was that it's going to be an alternate uh, Gamora instead. Right. Yeah, that was an so interesting was, twist too. I mean, yeah. I'm not sure how it works out in the grand scheme of things. Of you know, now we get the quest for Gamora and somehow make her fall in love with me again, even though she's a different Gamora but and it, well that might not happen obviously yeah but they but they didn't backpedal on it a Richard Prime Gamora is not she's she dead yeah you yeah know? so just wrapping up mine I mean yeah I, just like you here I mean it's I can't not like it you know even if I have some nitpicks about it I agree with you uh Pat and that I don't think for as much as they kind of built up her movie I don't think Captain Marvel got enough to do 
and I kind of worry about her character as a whole, which we'll get into. Um, but other than that, man, I, they definitely hit the dramatic marks, and like standouts for me was like you know Black Widow talking to I think Rhodey or, or maybe Steve, but she you know just like I found this family, I had nothing, I found this family, and yeah, it was almost like ScarJo basically saying goodbye to the cast too. You know, I, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, she definitely dug. You know, deep for that one, and and all, all the dramatic stuff. To, you know, dug deep, and these actors were definitely on their A game, and and that's been the great thing about the MCU. I mean, you love it or or not, you know, you have to acknowledge that all the actors showed up and like took their parts totally seriously, uh, even the unserious ones, and each of them, you know, were capable of great comedy and great drama in these things. And yeah, as a wrap up, they they definitely hit all those beats. So. Um, yeah, you know, we all we all got a little misty eyed in a couple places, I'm sure. So, oh, I certainly. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that, I guess. But yeah, I mean, was it was it fan service the movie for for a lot of it? Sure. Yeah. Was it earned fan service? I think so. Uh, and obviously the box office doesn't reflect it, but I mean, I, I tried to catch Tina up on as many of them as I think we hit everything, but Iron Man three and and Thor two, which we should have done Thor two apparently. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too, because when the the kid was at the funeral, man, they they missed nothing as as far as fan service goes. They got an A plus because they missed nothing, you know, that I can think of. You know, except maybe, you know, nod to freaking abomination and, you know, or Hulk mentioning he broke Harlem again or something. But, um, <laughs> yeah, other than that, man, they 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 covered everything. And they all the freaking accolades from Doctor Strange show up. I mean, talk about your, yeah, your splash page. That final scene with, you know, and Sam saying, on your left, Steve. Oh, my God. Like, it was so dope, man. Yeah. <laughs> that Sylvester score at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they top it. I don't know what you'd do after this. That's the only problem I see, because you really can't without 22 movies again. Well, the, the thing you do is you don't... Um, you don't try to, I think. You yeah. don't try to. You do self-contained individual character, you know, movies. Yeah, but I mean, even, even, I mean, I, I, there's been, like, no announcements for, like, future actual Avengers movies, so we don't even know. I mean, we right. know there's a Black Panther 2, we know there's a Doc Strange 2, we know the Eternals, probably, hopefully. Black Widow. Which astounds me, because she's supposedly dead dead, but... Yeah, I, it's probably going to be a prequel, I would think. Yeah, and I don't know, I'm sure about the, the Disney streaming shows, I mean, um... You know, we're supposed to have WandaVision, but apparently Vision ain't back, so we don't well, know. You know, that, that, well, that's the thing. Unless it's, Shuri you know, gets to go back to her lab and, and finish fixing him, or, or has him yeah. downloaded on a thumb drive somewhere. Which uh, explains why he wasn't back. He got dusted. Mm-hmm. Nobody could fix him for five years. Yeah. And I'm sure they didn't leave his robotic body lying out in the fields of Wakanda. No, no, but, you know, he's probably scrapped by now, I would think. I don't know, or in Tony's lab. It opens up... Uh, you know, spoilers. Tony Stark actually does die in this, um, and pretty pretty good death scene. And yeah, you know, it is. Uh, yeah, and it would mean visceral and not like even cheesy. Not like you have to even 
He didn't even get to say his long goodbye speech, except for the recording he made. You know, he just died. Yeah, he was just um, gone. <laughs> that that really that really struck me. Yeah, I, you know, I I figured once he got the stones, he was toast. Um, and I can't believe that didn't leak out either. But the way that they wrote it and the way Downey played it, it is just shattered. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just a. a complete physical wreck and it's and it's not the first time he's a physical wreck in the movie at the beginning of the movie he hasn't eaten in like yeah weeks. that was really and they well shrunk done him too down to nothing yeah they made him they made him look totally emaciated yeah and so it's yeah i mean he runs the gamut in this movie yep. and i'll be honest the last couple of go-rounds with with tony he's he's been a wicked asshole yeah you know and i get that that's kind of part of his character he's the smartest guy in the room or he thinks he is and he he's willing to do what he thinks is right which is what they all do um it's just some of his decisions have not been the best no clearly and um (laughs) this is this is the final culmination of his back and forth with steve from the first avengers movie yeah you know, and it, it it worked for me, man. Like it, I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, he, when Yinsen tells him to earn it, he friggin' earns it. Yeah. Yeah. Finally, and I think you finally, know, every, yeah. everyone watching these movies knew it had to. I'm glad they didn't feel the need to. Although I do have a little issues with how they handled Steve's, you know, uh, exit from everything or entrance into everything. You know, uh, they start playing with time travel and it gets all wiggy. But but for that payoff, I wouldn't change a thing. But we know we knew someone had to die, and presumably it was Black Widow and Iron Man are, are gone, gone in the Vision. Um, although anyone who knows comics knows that doesn't have to stick. Um, well, and I think it, I think it would have been easier to just have you know what it, it would have been real simple for the end of that movie before everybody comes back for you know Thanos to end up taking out Cap yeah or he's the one who sacrifices himself yeah which they didn't do um and I was I was banging on my gong for like months leading up to this talking to talking to Mari and being like I know Cap's gonna end up in the Soul Stone with Peggy which essentially is what happened right I, I guess so I see I wish they I almost wish they would have gone a different way and, like, literally had a scene of, like, everyone just hanging out, you know, everyone who'd been dusted in the Soul Stone, and had that been more of a part of it. Um, and somehow, you know, maybe Doctor Strange figures a way out and then goes and tells people how to, you know, get back, you know, save the universe or whatever. But, yeah, I'm yeah, fairly I satisfied. Think, I think that would have been a cheat, though, because then everybody would say, oh, the Marvel movies really don't have any stakes if you can just be stuck in a stone and then come out. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they they revived like fourteen trillion people across the universe, presumably. So that's you know kind of the same thing. But yeah, but the but the to get the stone, those people are gone, and they I they uh, they I don't think they're coming back. So well, you can do uh, infinite callbacks to things that happen in this movie too, because yeah. so much time is covered. There's so much you didn't see, so. <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the next really big bad is a th- is just a Thanos resurrection. No, I think it's going to be Doctor Doom or Galactus, and they'll hold off until they can get everything in place to do that. 
Well, I think Thanos' remark about him being inevitable is almost, you know, if there's a hidden Easter egg anywhere, that might be the Galactus one. Because Galactus serves kind of the same purpose in the universe, you know, and that he's he's just a force of nature to control population, essentially, except he does it a whole planet at a time instead of half. Um, So I think, you know, people look back on that if we ever do get Galactus and be like, yeah, that's what he means, you know. Um, the entropy, basically, that you know, the the concept of entropy. Um, the only thing I I regretted too not seeing is that I had heard some early rumors that some of the bigger cosmic things of the MCU, you know, were going to be like that. That's what I thought was actually going to happen. And like as I said, like maybe Doc Strange breaks out of the Soul Stone and goes and talks to Eternity or the Living Tribunal or a Celestial or two, and like you know, marshals all these. Because I think that's kind of how it went in the comic, that he was trying to marshal all these major forces to go fight Thanos, or someone was. Yeah, I mean, it's that stuff is so cosmic, though. I think what, what they needed to do with this, I think that would have been too much. <clears throat> you know, they they kept it focused on the original Avengers, yeah, dealing, yeah. dealing with the aftermath, which I think was the smart thing to do. If you start bringing in the Living Tribunal and Eternity and the, uh, oh, Jesus, there's so many of them. Yeah, you, you could you could do you could have done that, but I, I, <laughs> I'd almost bet there's a deleted scene or that it was possibly planned. You know, there, the, there was talk of having them in Infinity War, but they're like it's just it, it, it was too much. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, it's easy to to not do that once you take the whole personification of death thing away from it, and, and you know, Thanos's weird crush. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in comic book form, Thanos's motivation of you know getting a boner over death is is great, yeah. and I love it. In the movies, I think people would be like, really, because he just he's horny and he yeah. wants to get laid, right? You know, yeah, and uh, yeah, instead of flowers, we get to wipe out half the universe. So. They were really smart to uh, have their first giant be Peter Dinklage. Yeah, mm-hmm. to, see if pe- to see if people would think it was ridiculous, right? Which they didn't. So now, when they do bring Eternity and all those guys in, people will be cool with it. I mean, what a great, what a great litmus test. Yeah, he could have, he could have <laughs> made him try for some kind of other accent. Though, let's be honest, he was just doing Tyrion. True, rough uh, <laughs> <Ruffer> Tyrion. Yeah, <laughs> worked for me. I'm the god of tits and wines and, and forges. <laughs> I would love it if uh, they set Doom up in uh, the third Black Panther movie. Because that teaser at the end of Black Panther, uh, not the Sebastian Stan one, but the first scene where he's at the UN, Yeah, I was like, are they going to introduce Latveria here? Yeah, I <laughs> when mean... When the guy stood up and I was like, oh, he's going to go, Latveria objects. That would have been sweet. But yeah. they did introduce. Uh, they did another callback to to the uh, the ocean, though. In this one, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people are saying, "Namer, namer." I still don't know that if they have those those rights worked out or not. But um, I think they do. I think it's almost kind of like Hulk territory, and that they could possibly use them in a movie, but maybe not make a movie themselves. Yeah, you know, I think that might be what it is, which and that's would fine, be fine. Yeah, you don't really need to. I yeah, mean, especially I after Aquaman, you don't need to do it. It's kind of hard to do just, Namor now, uh, unfortunately, but I mean, because... Yeah. I don't think Namor needs his own individual movie. <laughs> no. I don't no. want it to. Uh, if it's not going to be a, his own movie, 
Jason Isaac's head on a CGI body. I that would work for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Actually, you know who I want for for Namor if it ever comes to it, and I know he's old now. Keanu. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could what? very much see that. Angry, bitter Keanu. That would work for me. Yeah. But uh, yeah. whatever. I mean, that's not <laughs> it. Well, now that he's trying to be the eternal champion, to be perfect, <laughs> just have you know, have to do it right after. Uh, John Wick 3 comes out. He's just sitting there dejected. <laughs> Human Torch burns his beard off. And, yeah. and now, it's, now he's a flying fish pack. See, man, I almost wish they had... Uh, you know, maybe we could dump another dump truck of uh, our money on uh, Chris Evans' doorstep. You know, we could get that Invaders movie and I'd be a very happy camper. But I don't think that's going to happen. They should introduce uh, the original Human Torch in uh, WandaVision. Or something, yeah. I mean, because it was it was in First Avenger. I mean, it was, yep. yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they obviously have just a huge, you know, storehouse of shit they could pull from if they ever want to. You know, we could even have twenty. See, I had almost hoped that like they would have come to some resolution, you know, with Thanos that that basically maybe somebody just kind of recreates the whole universe, you know, and like. And just kind of rebooted everything, and it's like, okay, so now this guy's Tony Stark. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know if they well, wanted I to keep mining that. But. They've opened that door yeah. just with the fact that they've been playing with time and reality in the last couple of movies. So, you know, there's certainly a way to do that. But, uh, I mean, I think we're getting far afield here because we're talking about stuff we want to see in the future. We still haven't covered everything in the movie. Professor Hulk! Right. I mean, I, yeah, there's just so much. There's no hope of covering it all just you know if you've seen the movie you know what we're all gushing about but um yeah i mean i I don't have an experience in the comics with professor hulk but there's always been the occasional you know a banner you know and then the hulk get to exist peacefully and you know he has some of his intellect yeah and then there has even been some of that and i mean he hasn't been completely unintelligent up till now anyway he speaks and thinks and you know and I like the three year old in the world. Yeah, I bet I liked I liked the extra, you know, when when they went back and we got a little extra of Hulk having to take the stairs, you know, which I don't know why I didn't <laughs> yeah. just jump down him, but whatever. Um <laughs> There's a whole movie there with how he got to be that way. Right. Yeah. Hawk, uh, Hawkeye's Adventure is a whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um yeah, and I, I don't know anything about the Ronin run in the the books either but that that definitely you know seeing just murdery hawkeye i could go see that movie sure well he's getting a tv show on disney plus too yeah i see i'm I'm just i'm like anxious and 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 yet kind of afraid of what they're gonna do i i don't know Uh, i'm 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 excited for it well for one i mean the ramifications now we like there's thing we had a Falcon and Winter Soldier show coming up, but now it's wouldn't it be Captain America and Winter Soldier? <laughs> um, I think he's still going to be the Falcon. He's just going to have the shield. Yeah, I should do the whole whole nine years. That's I think Tino was asking me. He's like, well, isn't that kind of a downgrade for him? You know, I think Chris was saying that. Too. Like, yeah, but you know, now just use the shield and still use the wings. Why wouldn't you still use the fucking wings? You know? See, I, yeah, I was talking to Chris <laughs> about that. I'm like, to me, that's not a downgrade. It's like, okay, is he as strong as Cap? No, but it, when we first meet him, he says, "I do what he does, just slower." Yeah, but He's I mean, it's still just a good guy who's a 
you know, a patriot. Well, I wouldn't give up the wings, man. It's like, okay, I got a shield no. now, so I'm going to give up all my missiles and drones no, and shit. He I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. And that, come on, let's be awesome. That outfit with the red, that the the wingsuit with the great. red, white, and blue. Oh yeah, he'd blue. be like the American the Eagle. Yeah, will look yeah. so <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I I hope actually like the Bucky and him show is kind of like him getting into the part you know that'd be a great opportunity for them if they want to use sam in future i'm sure uh what's his name uh, anthony no and anthony Mackie. well both of them wouldn't mind you know getting some marvel money for next few years the the (laughs) other thing is it'll be real easy for them to bump his power level all you have to do is say that they took blood samples from Steve, when he came back and they extracted the Infinity Formula from them, you know. Just, oh, I think that would be a mistake. One, I think there's a lot of drama to mine there for him trying to be as good without the advantage, you know. Yeah, but if they ever needed to bump his power level up, it's one line and it's out of the way, yeah. you know. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I would right. just love it if they did that as like a Stephen J. Cannell style, just episodic Ooh. show. Yeah. Like, it's kind yeah. of a, it's kind of a great dynamic, and it's kind of reversed from well, at least the instead of Captain America and Falcon best buddies, you know, you've got Captain America and Bucky best buddies, but not kind of you know, yeah. Like, he was born in the 1920s. Yeah, <laughs> he was born in the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. yeah, together they solved crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know what? And that's a good way that they could use something like the Serpent Society or some mm-hmm. of the yep. lesser lesser yeah. tiered cap villains and, and bring them in. Still on my Marvel wish list. Or Buckethead Aim guys, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. There's just a million ways they could go with it. And have Zola be like the recurring villain, just laughing at the end of every episode. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Possibilities are endless. Um, yeah, it really is. <laughs> let's talk about some of the. You know, I think some of the complaints about, like, plot holes and, and, like, you know, what does everyone feel about the whole Captain America going back and plopping himself, you know, in Peggy's life? And, well, which doesn't, you can't, doesn't you jive can't with the Agent time. Carter show, unfortunately, completely. If you um, can't change time, if you can't change your actual past, right, or your, your future, then that means that our... Steve was always fated to end up going back in time to post him being frozen. Yeah. Right? Having a life with Peggy, potentially being the husband that she talks about in The Winter Soldier. And she knows she never says his name, never gives up the, you know, the game there. Or they have a life and who knows, something happens and he extricates himself from her life somehow you don't know we don't know we don't really need to know but there's potentially that timeline where prime cap is frozen in ice has a relationship with peggy and avoids the 2011 or 2012 thought out cap which is himself for a couple of years and make sure that make sure that in 2023 he's back at that lake outside of Tony's house to give uh, a repaired shield to uh, to the Falcon. For me and Honeywell were talking about this. Doesn't that mean like he lets the whole you know the only th- way that works for me is if he somehow like erased his own memory with the stones because then you know otherwise it's Captain America sitting around letting Hydra happen and letting all this other crap happen you know. 
that he might have been able to help out with if he wasn't a block of ice. And I could see that, and even even Peggy having to come to terms with him not being the guy she remembers. Right. With um, him going, I'm just going to take this chance. And she's like, he looks like him. Well, the, I mean, the other thing is... Um, Oh, jeez, I just lost my train of thought. I think the only way it works is if it's like a completely alternate reality, which, you know, no doubt is one of the, comic books, if, that's not a problem. But And if it is a branching timeline where maybe it's a timeline where he never got frozen. Yeah. And uh, he does live his life with Peggy. And then, because he did steal extra PIM particles when he went back to 1970. Yeah. He took yeah. more than what they needed. So I think he was already formulating a plan to to have his life um, by that point because he took more than he needed to, um, and he still would have had the the wristwatch to get him back to that timeline. So who knows? You know? the, only, the only thing I feel cheated about, or I feel cheated about on behalf of Captain America through the whole MCU, and and it was particularly illustrated in in Endgame because, you know, so many major characters, you know, got kind of their daddy or mommy moment, you know, and even poor Black Widow finally found out her father's name. (laughs) Um, But we've never seen anything of Steve Rogers' upbringing other than Bucky, you know, and I know he, like, took, I think his his parents were maybe gone early or something. They were gone early because he's he's young. I mean, he's only, like... 18 or 19 when he keeps trying to enlist. Yeah. You know? And his father died in the service and so did his mother. Okay, right. So, yeah, I wasn't recalling that from how they yeah, covered that in the movies. Mother, mother was working in a TB ward and she got TB. That's right. And his father uh, served um, in the battalion that Bucky ends up going into. So. Yeah, and they definitely didn't go back that far, but. Uh, even in, like, First Avenger, though, it would have been nice to have just seen a little seed of, you know, his parents or something, where he got his values, um, other than just the streets of Brooklyn. I think that was a lot of people's values back then, though. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you, didn't, if you were declared 4F, you shot yourself. Right, yeah. <laughs> you were a disgrace. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, I thought the, the Stark and Daddy Stark stuff was was nice. Uh, oh, it's great because he's yeah. so desperately wanting to tell his own dad that he's a grandfather and yeah. he can't do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's good stuff. Uh, I'm not sure the, the de-aging stuff worked on Howard quite as well. Although, what was nice is... Makeup. I mean, it was... He did play... I like that he kind of played the uh, Jesse Custer um Howard Stark a little bit, you know, he, he had a good, good hybrid, I can't think of, uh, Patrick Domin- Dominic, maybe? No. What the Dominic hell is... Monaghan. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Dominic <laughs> Dom- Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Dominic. There you go. <laughs> Crossing the screens, uh, in the rings. Um, but yeah, I thought he, he did a nice little hybrid of, of Dominic's, uh, Howard Stark and, and his own, you know, version that we've seen. Yeah, because uh, he still had that you know kind of sassy, sarcastic wit going on. But uh, yeah, it was some good stuff. The Stanley cameo obviously was looking was, like 1970s Stan was, was awesome, just perfect. You know, make love not war. <laughs> With enough said on his bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, they they definitely hit all the beats, man. Fan Winkery at its finest. J.J. Abrams, you got nothing on, on the Russo oh, brothers. The, ori- the original Ant-Man helmet. Yeah, on yeah. Ben's I mean, death. Just everything. Yeah. We could go on for hours and hours. Yeah, it was it was so. It, I know we could, and it because yeah. it, it deserves it because it was so much fun. And Korg and Meek aren't dead, thank God, because <laughs> I love Korg and Meek. Yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, just. Yeah, one of the funniest movies among all that's just been Marvel's. I mean, I know a lot of the the anti-Marvel fanboys are always like, yeah, Marvel stuff's just too silly. They're always joking in the middle of a battle and stuff. And it's like, well, it's like Andrew Leyland says, stuff doesn't stop being funny when the world's falling apart. Right? Yeah, (laughs) and it's just they've always had such a great mix of it. I mean, when. like the well, the Thor stuff, especially that's all just a mask to mask how broken he is. Yeah, I mean, I mean he's, he's destroyed. He ends up getting vengeance, and it accomplishes nothing. Yeah, yeah. And if anything, makes things worse. But not really. I mean, he's he's beating himself up needlessly because the stones are gone. Period. You know. So, whether he kills Thanos at that point. Well, Rocket kind of makes him feel bad about it, but whether you kill Thanos yeah. at that point or not doesn't you know matter. The, the last couple of movies, though, he always harps on about, I'm only alive because fate wills it so. Mm-hmm. So if that's been your mode of operating in your life, you know, you're doing what fate demands. Yeah. And then you find out fate fucked you yeah. hard, you yeah. know? So what do you do? Or he, he feels like he missed his fate because he didn't go for the head the first time, you know, and... Well, I should have just gone for the arm the first time, really. Uh. Well, when he when he got the when he got the hammer, man, that was that was my most emotional part of that movie. Yeah, that was sweet. I didn't even see that coming for some reason. It didn't even occur to me that he could do that. You know? I figured I figured <laughs> it was going to come back because I said, "There's no way in hell they don't do this movie without Cap wielding Mjolnir." Right. Like, I knew yeah. that. I knew that had to happen, and that was the one thing I I like I de- I desperately needed it to happen. Yeah. Uh, and they did do that, but like that was like okay. As soon as he got that back. And he says he's still worthy. I'm like, Cap's, Cap's going to be throwing that. <laughs> so. and, it showed, and it showed that you can have a, uh, you know, a Thor that's all gravitas too, mm-hmm. which might, which could work just as well as a Ragnarok, where it's like him on a quest in, you know, outer Asgard, and just chopping people up and being like all serious and making proclamations. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's, I mean, it's, yeah, we're, we get the Shakespearean Thor in, in the first one, and partially in the second one, but how do you not spend years in, you know, you spend a decade with humans, Yeah, you know, of course they're going to rub off on you a little and, bit. And, you know, New Zealander aliens. And, uh, <laughs> Piss yeah. off, ghost! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I see, I'm not, I, I hope they go back a little more to noble fit Thor, though I'm not a huge fan. Lebowski Thor worked for a little bit, but I don't think I want to keep seeing Lebowski Thor. I, I need a big, you know, strong well, I, Thor. I, I think Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy 3, there'll be a, an 80s-style montage of, of Quill and Thor getting in shape with their right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not do that, especially if Taika Waititi comes back? Yeah, they're going to make Chris Pat, Pratt get back into shape like he was for the first one. <laughs> I want to see uh, Sylvester Stallone get all mad at him for being chubby too. I know. <laughs> like, I look, at, look at you! You got this gut. <laughs> that would be awesome. You lumbered around. 
Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I love the fact that they didn't backpedal on it, you know? he's He looks more... He's basically like Odin at the end of the movie, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, he armors up, and that armor is skin tight on it, but in a whole different way, and it's got the plaited beard, and, yeah. you know, he's looking more like his father. Yep. I, I hope almost... the Warriors 3 and Odin are all coming back, too. Oh, they're toast. <laughs> yeah, they weren't unfortunately. Snapped. I mean, yeah. They weren't snapped. They're gone. Asgard on Earth is, is intriguing, but... Um... Yeah, I don't know. That that's that's part of. I mean, I don't I don't like the thought of the Marvel Universe not having an Asgard, but uh, I guess that's what we got to deal with until they reboot the well, whole thing. The thing the thing is uh, okay. In the comics, they're indefinite. They're going to go on forever. If we're yeah. only going to get so many movies to play around with these concepts, then I have no problem with them having beginnings, middles, and ends for certain characters, right? And yeah. Places. Yeah. I honestly don't even. I mean, I think it would be very funny, but I'm I'm not even positive that they are going to have Thor and Guardians three. They may, you know, do a throwaway line that he's off doing something else. Because I mean, I, they're, they're apparently going with James Gunn's first script with Adam Warlock in it, and I don't think that had Thor in it at the time. So I I kind of hope that james gunn still gets to do his thing and and that you know Mark disney doesn't come in and be like you have to have thor in this now you know um you know what i think he could probably work with it because i'm sure he could but i mean valuable i i think that's that's still a ways away from filming so if they yeah. gotta mess around with it I, I, and you know what though maybe that was the plan all along because who's going to be able to go up against adam warlock right yeah, yeah. You, you need to have a powerhouse and yeah. uh, as much as i love drax it ain't Drax. No. You know? He's, he's all... you got a bronze and brains, you know, or he's lightning. Um, <laughs> so the other thing I wanted to talk about a little bit is the, the ramifications of it's it's now 2023 in the, yep. the Marvel Universe, or at least the one we watch. Yeah. And so uh, they're, they're literally playing in the future now. Um, so, which frees them up a bit because there's always a little confusion about what took place what year and it straightened that out pretty well in this movie yes um <laughs> which i almost kind of wish they hadn't done i mean i never cared if it's like well okay this t- this movie took place in this year and you know that really never mattered to me all that much i mean i am kind of a stickler for con- consistency and continuity but um because their spider-man homecoming is the one that kind of yeah, kind of made you wrench. And turn your take, head and it, you know be like, wait. A all minute. it would take was an ADR line of dialogue. So I'm not really concerned about that. Yeah, I mean, it's no. you know stuff happens. Uh, it's just interesting that they're they're playing in the future now, and, and I guess that. I mean, I kind of hope that I, I'm assuming at least uh, Spidey Far From Home is going to kind of address oh, I, what the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think they're addressing it. <laughs> well, I mean, not not just like the the Mysterio maybe multiverse thing, which I still think is all a fake out. I don't mm-hmm. think. It's, uh, I think the multiverse know. is real, but I don't think Mysterio's yeah. right. Right. <clears throat> um, yeah, I think he, he probably like read an article online or something that there's now a multiverse, and, and you know, and he's like, okay, I can use this to con people. Um, but. I kind of hope that they address a little bit about what's happened with the world. I mean, because obviously they showed some of it in Endgame. I thought it was great just that the world had, you know, they're literally support groups for what happened to the world yeah. and shit. And um, 
you know, nobody's going to baseball games anymore, apparently, and <laughs> nobody's fishing and, you know, all kinds of stuff. But there are whales coming back, so that was a good thing. That's the problem. Thanos is right. I'm going to say it. Hashtag fucking Thanos was right, but we'll get into that in a political podcast someday. Because <laughs> uh, we need more whales. Uh, I don't know. I, that's just, I guess that frees them up quite a bit. Um uh, because now we don't have to tie it to any. It's like, oh, they should have pictured President Obama in this one, but, you know, <laughs> when they won't well, be... they've never shown any real president in them. No, no, but I mean, they have, they've have you know, come close to referencing some, like, current event stuff. Um, yeah, some, how much I, does it suck that Miguel Ferrer and Gary Shandling had to die while they were making these movies? They're yeah, both great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were both good. But, yeah, uh, I don't... You know, I, I love the fact that they had to that the you know the first third of that movie was them sitting with what happened. Yeah, you know? yeah. It would have been real easy in, in a in a different in a different plan. It would have been <clears throat> open the movie with Scott immediately getting out of the quantum realm and yeah. let's go do this. And it's a hour and forty eight minute movie, you know. Yeah. But they make the audience weigh have it weigh on them, and it weighs on the characters, which was the absolute right choice. Yeah. See, I'm not even sure they should have started with... I mean, again, I think it was a good twist, them going to fight Thanos and stuff, but I don't just... I'm not sure I see it as realistic, you know, that they would even attempt to, you know, 23 days later, or whatever uh, they it was. they were. They're the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not the Prevengers. Yeah, not the Prevengers. <laughs> yeah, Tony is so... Re- when he gets back, his performance there, where he is just... He is... He's broken at that point too. He's yeah. completely rattled. All of his worst nightmares are bas- have basically come true. Yeah, yeah. And th- him shambling and ripping the arc reactor off his chest and telling Cap to hide. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was really some of RDJ's like freaking best work ever, in my opinion. I mean, it was like it really, yeah. And it just him not even he was yeah just done. He wouldn't even go with him. You know, they didn't even bother asking. He was just like, you know. Nope. Well, the Hulk knocked him out. Yeah. They give him a sedative. Yeah. So. Well, they didn't have to go right down. What's another fucking day if you're going to get Thanos? I guess they wanted to, you know, they knew what what planet he was on. Um, yeah, they were. They, they fixed the, uh, the ship really quickly. I don't know if, like, uh, you know, I know Rocket's pretty good at that shit. They got Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. I love they his line. The, one of the best lines of the. Of, of the movie was Rocket telling t- Tony Stark he's only a genius on Earth. On Earth, yeah. It's like, that's <laughs> needed to be said. Thank you, Rocket. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think the next movie will show why he's so smart. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing going forward. It's like, what what is the MCU without Tony Stark in it? What is, you know... Because well, he was... Shuri. What? You have Shuri. Oh, She's yeah. She's smarter than he is anyway. Yeah, and that's the Hulk's true. not dead. No, and you, no. And you can have Professor Hulk in these movies, and he never has to smash a thing. So, yeah, I guess Shuri would take over the, you know, tech stuff for the Marvel Universe. So, you know, she's... So I know she's got time Avengers. to play Avengers. Yep. She's still, you know, she's basically still just, you know, Wakanda's chief scientist. And and I don't think it's logical to think that Wakanda's just going to be like, all right, here's all our technology world. But, you know, maybe they should, because they're probably the only ones that can fix shit at this point. Think well, of I that, think though. They, I hope they address that, too, because think of the world five years after you lost half of it. 
and all of a sudden everyone's back. What does that do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how deep they'll go into that. And <laughs> it might not be the place for it. Yeah, uh, hopefully someone writes a good book exploring this. Maybe I should. And, uh, yeah, we don't know if uh, if May disappeared during the snap. Yeah, um, she could have waited five years for Peter. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that will be addressed. Yeah. Apparently, his whole class is gone because they're back in. Because they're in the, yeah, they're the same age. But that's screwy, though, man. Think about it. He's what, 15? Yeah. In in um, homecoming. So he's been gone for five years. There's kids that have went through that high school that never even knew he existed. Right. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. so. That is so weird. Yeah, well, without Spider-Man for five years, so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just. Just wow, Marvel. Holy fucking shit, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah it, uh, that's pretty much all you can say about this movie is holy fucking shit. That okay. <laughs> and I know we've gone over just like some of the little things, but like when I love the fact that they they just they only licked the tip for the first Avengers <laughs> movies with Cap never saying what he's supposed to say. Right. Finally yep, yep, says yep, yep, yep. Yeah. finally says assemble. Yep. It's fucking everybody. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally everyone that's ever been in a fucking Marvel. Howard the Duck was in there. You're the one that showed me that picture. I missed that. Oh, he totally. was. Yeah. Yep. As soon that, as um, when everybody starts warping in, he's right behind the the wasp. <laughs> so, and I don't know how, why you do that, and we don't get at least one, you know, one scene of Howard Duck fooing, you know, some alien or something. But you know, hey. It took me. It took me the second time to to see that, and then to also catch that all the other remaining Asgardians were there. The Ravagers were there. Um, okay. You know, it, it was. It was everybody. You know. Yeah. There were some just, like Asgardian. I mean, some of the spaceships I couldn't really identify. I mean, I thought I think those were Ravager ships. Okay. Yeah. More than more than likely. Yeah. Was the Nova Corps there? I did not see the Nova Corps, but well, they, Thanos did. Thanos did destroy Xandar. Yeah, before the snap. So without, who knows? Which they didn't show. Left. I had heard other rumors that there might have been, you know, Nova Prime might have been showing up, but they didn't go there either for some no, they, reason. I, they, they blew the budget on Robert Redford. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. But that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just. You know, so where they did go back and play with time. And then the way that they had the two nebulas coexisting in the same time mm-hmm. and how that screwed everything over. Oh, and then the other unspoken thing is Nebula knew what was going to happen when they sent two people to Vormir if they wanted to get the stone and she couldn't say anything. Yeah. yeah. You know, awful. And we that? all knew. You know, we well, knew it was she happening. Knew too, there. Yep. She knew too. She knew Thanos came back with the stone and Gamora didn't. Yep. So. And the same <laughs> thing with Doctor Strange, you know, basically telling. Tony, I mean, to- Tony should have worked that one out. It's like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die. You know, <laughs> the only way we can win is for me to die. That's why he saved my life in the first place. <laughs> Did you hear the uh, the theory? I want to say it was Mark Bernard that posed that when Cap returns the Soul Stone, he can get a soul in return for it. Hmm. Um. Ooh. So maybe that's see, how technically, but no, technically, it was, it's not really returned. He's just putting it back. To where it was originally taken, so that hmm. there's technically no lapse of time, which is why he had to take Mjolnir with him because he had to bring that back to the timeline of Thor: The Dark World. Hmm. Hmm. But I mean, doesn't that mean 
you know, Black Widow and Hawkeye never showed up. It's the, the timey-wimey shit, man. I just... Always makes my brain pan hurt. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the Ancient One also goes to great lengths to say that the the time splitting off is only because of the stones. And mm-hmm. Baron Mordo mentions it in Doctor Strange as well. Mm-hmm. You know, that when you do start playing with time, you can create different realities. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like it's this thing that they just dropped on us. They've been seeding it throughout Doctor Strange and um, the Ant-Man movies. Yeah, and I think we'll uh, find out ultimately that, you know, Hulk is kind of wrong, that it doesn't just fix things to bring him back, that these other universes actually do still exist, you know, and are chugging away at their own at their own speed. And, well, that's what... Which is why fine. Doing the what if show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I think that's also part of why you know Thanos, you know, says he's inevitable because he he's cursed with knowledge as well. You know, the very first episode of What If they're saying is that is a Peggy Carter story, too. right? Ooh. Yeah, Peggy becomes All Captain right. America. Yeah, put put Haley out well back in that red hat, baby. Mm. <laughs> Wish, yeah. I mean, that's going to be animated, though. I think, isn't it? Yep. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> but that'd be, you know, hey, bring people in for, you know, if they don't fork out some cash, or maybe get some of the main actors back I for think, some voice work. Why, you know, why not? I think they'd all come back for voice work. Yeah. I mean, come on, look. Tom, I mean, Tom Hiddleston still is going to play Loki mm-hmm. in live action. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Why would uh, you give up that gig? <laughs> and Paul Bettany and, you know, Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, they're all, you know, and Sam and, or, um, you know, Sebastian and Anthony Mackie. And, yeah, why wouldn't you? That's and, the biggest gigs they're ever going to have. You, Mar- you Marvel checks, them. Disney checks ain't going to bounce, yo. Yeah. No, no they're not. <laughs> so, why not? I'm just, I'm really hoping for Modoc in one of these what ifs, man. Or in one of these. Well, he's getting his own show. Didn't oh, that's right. That? He's getting his own show, yeah. Played by fucking Patton Oswald. It's going to be ridiculous. Oh, Patton Oswald? <laughs> yeah, it's going okay. to be the best thing ever created. I mean. <laughs> oh, my God. How could it not? So smarmy. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> I think he, I swear, I think he's going to play it. Uh, well, me and Honeywell were talking about this. Like, I hope they play it like. You know, like Modoc's essentially uh, Kim Jong Un or Kim Jong Il from <laughs> from Team America. He's just, you know, I'm I'm a supervillain, but nobody likes me, and you know, I'm, I'm so lonely. You know? I'm so lonely. <laughs> okay, I can't start going down that path. Now. I was just a boy when the infidels flew in on their Black Hawk helicopters. Uh, <laughs> But uh, oh, I don't know man. if you guys watch Happy at all. Uh, I plays. tried. I couldn't get through the first Not episode. Me neither. Really? Oh, dude, that's that show's got like Ash versus Evil Dead level of gore in it. It's I like the comic, but <laughs> the show was what I was worried the Punisher was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm fully enjoying it. You know, we just started the second season. The second season starts out with exploding nuns. What more do I have to say to you? You know. <laughs> Dozen exploding nuns. Hey, there's a lot of stuff that, in theory, sounds like it would be right up my alley, and then I tried, and I'm like, yeah, it's not doing it for me. But uh, yeah, I just, uh, I just, I need to see this again, just because I, I just, I just, I, I was just happy the whole time, other I'm than you know, the beginning. Of it. Well, I was I'm very sad a lot of it, but <laughs> I mean, I was sad happy. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I mean, Marcus and McFeely, man, they know they know how to craft some of the the better movies in the in the franchise. I don't know how you don't keep hiring Anthony and Joe too, the Russos. That's a long time to be working on a franchise, and I'm sure Disney has said we'll back up the money truck, but it's like it's like that's like six, seven years of their life now. Oh yeah. Well, no, I'd love to see them do something else too, definitely. Because I mean, and they should have the creds now to be able to make whatever the fuck they want. Oh, and they will. We've only made Marvel like $18 billion at this point, so I would think someone would back them, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly though, like, I don't think there's really been any missteps with who's with who Marvel's picked to, to direct their flicks, you know? No, I've so. just, I've been, I've been really impressed overall with, with their direction, though, of action. I mean, I think Winter Soldier was one of the best action movies I've seen, period. It's, yeah, it's still way up there on my, my list of And it's just, they seem movies. to be able to and and I rewatched just the fight, you know, and talked about whether you own this movie or not. I'll own it eventually. I probably won't watch all of it at once. I'll zip ahead to some action scenes and stuff. Um, but man, I go back and watch the fight from Civil War again every now and then too. And it's just like, man, these guys know how to deal with a lot of characters on screen and have it look coherent. Yeah, and Civil War. And it's not not an easy thing to do. And they they managed with five million fucking characters on screen in this one, and I just don't know how they pulled it off. But they and did. The, it, uh, having the other movies before it helps. Yeah, because you know, then there's the shorthand. Like you, there's no way. You might see the ads for this and be like, wow, that looks like a really cool movie. And you go see it, and you'll probably enjoy it, but you'll probably go, what the fuck is going on? And if it causes people to go back and reevaluate, you know, the Infinity Saga, as they're calling it, great. But it's, I mean, there's just so much more thematically and, and stuff that's more resonant if you're already a fan of the other stuff, you know? I just, I, I can parody, I won't even go with the Marvel DC thing, but I mean, I, I compare the Russo's work with other Marvel directors, and I still, I mean, yeah, everyone loved Black Panther, but I don't think the action was shot as well. I mean... The it, action wasn't shot as well, but yeah. the thing that had going for it was, it's got one of the better stories out of all those movies. Oh, yeah, movies. yeah. You know, there's a lot to yeah, which is it. which is 90, you know, that's half the battle. But I mean, it had it had armored rhinos. So oh, like, yeah. I'm sorry, you got me. No, it's mostly when they do, uh, you know, big, big scenes and close up combat. I think they're just really, really adept, probably more adept at than they should be, being there like from comedy TV originally. But um, yeah, I hope we get to see them doing something. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. other. Unfortunately, I know there's going to be an impetus, and it's rightfully so, that they're going to have an Asian director for Shang-Chi. Um, but man, they, they should, you know, just maybe call the Russos and be like, how would you shoot this one? Is the guy that made the raid, <laughs> is he Asian? I don't know. Uh. <laughs> I would think, yeah. <laughs> well, the raid redemption is Gareth Evans, actually. I'm sure they'll pick somebody good, and then they'll pick somebody that knows how to choreograph real Yeah, oh, yeah it's Gareth Evans. Yeah. And um, producer He did this movie called Apostle that was on Netflix where it's like nineteen oh five. This guy goes to like infiltrate a cult. Oh I saw that. That was pretty good. Yeah. Was, yeah. Okay. I'll have to look that one up. Dan yeah, it's Stevens. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's Legion. Anyway, back to Marvel. Um Yeah, you know. They, they, let's let's do the math here. Twenty two movies. Probably seen most of them at least twice. 
So 500, 600 bucks, Marvel, you got to me, totally <laughs> worth it over the last 10 years. Uh, oh, yeah. I would have spent more it. money on less worthy habits, let's say. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fully, fully happy Marvel fan. I said I'd. I don't know how you top it. I don't think you should. I don't think they should like work for. Try to do this again. I, I think you know, maybe if you're gonna do like a big arc and big, you know, final boss movie, you do maybe three or four movies to build up to it. I, you know what? You might not do the. <laughs> maybe they don't do Galactus as the the. You know, maybe that's contained to whatever they do Fantastic Four when they get around to it, which is yeah. fine because it's a Fantastic Four thing yeah i know it's worth the you know the impending stuff with the you know the world ending it's it's a global thing but it's really the an ff story but yeah. uh i mean there's other ways you could go and i would trust if they were going to do an adaptation of secret invasion or secret wars or siege or anything like that that they might go that route where it's you know it's still kind of contained to the earth yeah. You know, and it's it, you know the the enemy is us. <laughs> you know, so I'm I'm curious as to see what they do with it too. But I, I mean, I I think we'll get an idea from um, far from home. Yeah, what their general idea is, and they should just focus on do what it, you know. Maybe it takes another ten years before there's another big team up movie. That's fine. You know, yeah, that's um, it's it's all out of selfishness, really, because I just you know if they're gonna start on the path to something this big again, I want to make sure I survive long enough to see the end of it. <laughs> after 10, 15 years, that becomes not such a sure thing for me. So, <laughs> Well, I want to see it too, because I, I desperately need Doctor Doom in the MCU. Yeah, I, I mean, my my dream end credit scene would have just been like a flyover of Latveria and some dark figure sitting in a chair like watching the events of the world or something. You know, or, or yeah, hey, Victor Von Doom reappearing in his college yeah. room five years later or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You could do the War of Kings or the Illuminati at some point down the line now because they've got pretty much every character. You know, if Sans they do manage, If they do manage to bring Namor into Black Panther 2 somehow, like, you know, some people are hoping, I will, like, literally shit myself in the theater, but... Um, that would be great, even though, you know, everyone's going to go, like, this is fucking Aquaman. Like, no, it's not. No, Namor is not Aquaman. <laughs> I'm not mistaken, Namor was first. Namor was long around before Aquaman, wasn't he? Or... Yeah, I believe so. So, fuck you, DC. You know, you, you've got, you know, some of them you, you beat us to, but but our C guy is, was first, I think, because he was an invader. <laughs> yeah. They need to show him in the 40s before they show him in the modern era, I think. Do we want him to do... Yeah, I mean, that would... Uh, an Invaders movie would make me so freaking happy. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, can you do it without Cap? Um, I don't know. Um, uh, I guess you could. If you get the Howlers in. Wizard? We've had the Wizard on Jessica Jones, for God's yeah. sakes, in, in a way. Um, Is that going to stay in continuity, do we think? I don't know. Uh, probably not. I mean, I just saw a funny meme uh, today. It was like, you know, the, the Marvel flick shows. You know, they're all waiting in an elevator for, for the portal to take them to the big battle or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, when's that portal going to open up? 
And I, of course, snarky ass that I am, I just like, no, the Defenders were cancelled long before 2023. <laughs> Squad oh, Dagger's wow. still going strong. That's a yeah. good program. Yeah, I haven't gotten to see any of those yet. I'm it's really good. So far what behind. What, what show, sorry? Cloak and Dagger. I think I only watched the first two episodes. I get it. Well, I don't have cable now, so I have to wait to find it other ways. So yeah, it's worth it. All right, all right. So much. I, I mean, we're gonna have to figure out how to get back into the weekly thing. Clearly, once like Disney streaming pops up, because uh, I think I'm saying bye bye to Netflix and hello to the mouse. Bye bye to Netflix <laughs> and bye bye to Amazon uh, HBO on my Amazon Prime. So. Yeah. Well, but Stranger Things is going to keep Netflix going. Ooh, yeah, how, yeah. Many, how many That's more seasons of that do they have? And this two. Be a seven this seven. one oh. coming out, and then uh, one more, I think, and that's it. Only four. Uh, four, maybe five. I think that, I read that's somewhere. That's okay, like man. I, I want that show to end on a strong note. I want them uh, to have too. a plan. I want them just to not. You know, uh, otherwise, for one, you're gonna, you know, it's just gonna, you're gonna have stars going through puberty and shit, and you know, they go through pu- the, the yeah. season three trailer. That's <laughs> like, yep, gotta, gotta get these banged out, guys. And honestly, I, I love the show, but it's just a concept that can get tired for me. I mean, it's just it eventually does become just kind of an Easter egg show after a while. You know, I think you've got to kind of just going to switch it up. I hope so. I mean, I hope so because otherwise it's just, you know, there's so many, so many references basically that they, they can do, but have to still skate around. It's not really the thing, but it's a thing. And, um, I don't, I don't know. It's just a personal thing that, that gets tired for me after a while. Um, yeah, I kind of gave up on The Gifted too, which just got cancelled, so I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> I think I only watched the first episode of that, I was like, yeah, it's alright, it's good. I was enjoying it for a while, and I guess the, the end of the second season um, was, you know, kind of setting up some, I guess they had like comic book Blink show up and stuff, so um, almost getting into like some Exiles type stuff, or, you know, Days of Future Past type stuff, but... Um, I don't know. I'll go back and watch it eventually. The, the X franchise needs a break for a little while. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw some rumors that were suggesting, oh, Wolverine, you know, Hugh Jackman's gonna. He was seen on set at one point. He's probably saying hi to somebody. You know, <laughs> you know, he's yeah, gonna show up at the Hugh end Jackman of Endgame. It's just, I love him. He's, he's fucking great. Yeah, that would have been a huge zero mistake. Zero complaints with his performance in the last twenty years. Right, right. but it's not going to re- work for MCU. Yeah, no, you got to re- restart it. And maybe make <laughs> five foot three. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we need Chris Tyler, hair metal hero, is Puck for the inevitable <laughs> yeah. Alpha Flight movie. Said it before. I'll say it again. Um, yeah, I don't. That's the the route I could go though, <laughs> with the way my knees are now. But uh, no, but see, Puck Puck is jacked. Everybody forgets that. Uh, so I am. Put a lot of foam muscles in those those super suits, man. Worry not. Uh, um, I think Fat Thor might be my go-to if I do uh, <laughs> at this point. I gotta say, his his fat suit wasn't that good. They, they should have tweaked the CGI on that a little bit. Though, so. Or maybe it's just disturbing to look at. That's it was disturbing to look at. Work for one movie. Hopefully they don't stretch it too far. I don't think they will. Other than that, I'm a very happy Marvelite. I am too. I 
I get zero complaints. I'm so ready as far from home as the epilogue to the... Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, after that, I can, I'll, I'm can. i good with a break for a little bit until whatever the next one comes out is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, really see, looking I... forward to the Eternals. I don't know if they're going to... They seem to be hiring a lot of comedians for it, so I don't know if they're going to go way fun. I'd rather them just go like full dramatic fucking Kirby Game of Thrones in space, but... Well, uh, Rob Stark's going to be in it, so... Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> Apparently, that's yeah. the rumor. And Angelina Jolie is probably Cersei, so there you go. More Game of Thrones. Um, but what else they got? We got Doc Strange 2, and then we've got like several untitled... And Black Panther 2 is definitely happening. I think... Doesn't Marvel Sony have, like, at least one more Spider-Man, I think? Uh, I think it was for five total movies... Oh, okay. um, so it would have been Civil War, Homecoming, Infinity, Infinity War, War Endgame. Endgame. I think the contract is done with this one, but Ooh. Sony will be stupid if they decide to end that uh, I partnership. I think so. Um, at the very least, you won't be. Um, I know what they got to wrap things is, up. Uh, Venom three, you'll see Tom Holland fight Venom. <laughs> Uh, Maybe. How about no? And I haven't uh, seen a movie yet. It might be Neither great. have I. Neither have I. I have, and I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Um, but I, it just still doesn't feel right without some acknowledgement of Spider-Man. Obviously. Yeah, I, that's the thing with me. I'm not really interested in a Venom movie divorced yeah. from Spider-Man lore. Yeah, I'd actually <laughs> recommend it just for the, the cheesy goodness. You know, it's a good hour and 45 minute little ride and you as know, soon as Tom it Hardy pops up on Amazon for free, yep. I'll watch it. <laughs> but would say we wrap this up and uh, well, let's plug some of our various projects because we haven't been on this page in a while and done a weekly heroics in a while. So, Hero, why don't you give us what you do? Uh, well, I'm still doing the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror with Chris Honeywell and Dem Jack and Eddie Boys, Luke and Jay, and, uh, yeah, you know, we try to try to get an episode out every month, and, uh, you know, we're, uh, just dropped an episode for, uh, Hereditary. That was a great episode. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, we did not like the movie, but it made for a great episode. It was uh, a relief to hear somebody that didn't like that movie, because I gave it one and a half stars. I was, like, the only one of my friends that didn't like it. I give it. I give. It, I don't even. If I wouldn't even give it a star rating. I, I was just like, oh god, this is a fucking boring movie. Um, but um, I still do uh, cast protection, uh, which is a Stranger Things show uh, with uh, Jonathan Kreitz and Dave Atterbury. Um, just been a little busy recently, so we haven't been able to get to the uh, Stranger Things in print episode, but uh, we should be recording that soon. We would like to have a couple more episodes come out before Season 3 drops so we get back into the grind of uh, trying to get one out a week for that if we can. Did they and do some comics or something? Or are there books? There, uh, there's a comic book series. There's a four-issue series that um, basically was... Uh, um, Will's perception of uh, what was going on while he was in the Upside Down, oh. a little bit of the um, the real world as well. Hmm. Um, we both, we all three of us got the um, worlds turned upside down behind the scenes book, uh, which is really nice. So we've been plumbing through that, and uh, I know, I think I don't know if the other two guys read it yet, but um, the first Stranger Things uh, tie-in novel. Um, called Suspicious Minds, and it's about um, Eleven's mother, Jane, in the uh, ah, okay. MK Ultra program. Yeah. Which, um, 
it's not it's not world changing, but it is a it is a good read if you like the uh, the story and the characters. Then uh, it's interesting. So uh, and there's a hopper in New York in the '70s as a cop uh, <laughs> on a murder trial, uh, murderer's trail coming out uh, at the end of uh, this month. May. Oh, I actually want to see that show though I went with. David Harbour <laughs> playing. I would I too, um, but uh, I'm sure the book will be uh, will be Hop pretty good. Get Serpico, it. that's what I you want know, to see. No, in this, I don't think there's going to be anything supernatural. It's going to be straight up hard boiled, yeah, gritty '70s cop drama. Sweet. So uh, I think that's everything I'm on for the most part. Yeah, that's it. Pat, you still do a Star Trek thing, right? Yes, indeed. We're just about done with uh, Season 2 over on uh, Next Generation's First Generation, which means uh, we'll be joining the Freaks again for the summer to uh, do some movie commentaries from 1989 releases. Nice. Uh, first up is uh, Star Trek V. We've got Back to the Future 2 coming. Um, Pet Cemetery. Ooh. Um, <clears throat> Indiana Jones, Last Crusade. Yeah, 89 was a big year. UHF, wow. Batman. We are absolutely doing Batman. We're going to try to do uh, All Dogs Go to Heaven and The Little Mermaid as well. Aww. Cool. And you're pretty much officially a member of this podcast now, so I mean... Aw, thank you. But, well, of course, man. Yeah, you've, you've done pretty you're much everything we've done in the last... Coast to Coast Freaks. Yeah. Union dues are due by the 15th of every month. <laughs> yeah. Mortuary fund is $90 for the year. <laughs> so. Cannolis can be sent to my address, yes. <laughs> um, and I guess I do this, Weekly Heroics. Um, and I just started a fun new project with um, Thomas DJ um, called With Umbrella, Charm, and Bowler about the uh, other Avengers, that TV show from the 60s that... Uh, probably not a lot of people still know about but um having a lot of fun with that so and i'm actually on one of his coming up soon i did a i think it's called thomas dj is watching maybe it's gonna be on the freaks network um and we did doom patrol episode two so all right yeah which you know we would have normally probably should have covered on this podcast but we didn't so. i think i've seen the first four of those so far mm-hmm. they're bl- blessedly weird and, and yeah uh we will be going back to our weekly format um for the boys i think we're all on the page for that one right i'm excited for that show yeah, yeah. and definitely preacher final season and legion legion final season we will we'll definitely be covering all those because we've yeah. covered them all so far yeah, stick with them to the bloody end, which is unfortunate. But if they go out, you know, in a good way, you know, it's it's sometimes good to know when you're canceled because then you can wrap things up nicely. But, yeah. So I just can't. I'm still trying to deal with living in a world without preacher, but we don't have to yet. So not yet, or legion yeah. for that matter. But what do we say to the god of death? <laughs> not, today. not today. That's right. <laughs> oh boy. All right, folks, this is Weekly Heroics, and we will be back with you next week whenever the fuck that gets here. Bye now.
DJ Top Professional. I'm Scott McGregor, talented amateur. And we'd like to invite you to join us for our journey through every adventure of The Avengers. No, not that Avengers. You won't find any tights, magic hammers, or fancy shields here. But you will find some supervillains and some hot women in tight leather, so there is that. And champagne. Oh, yeah, lots of champagne. With Umbrella, Charm, and Bowler, that other Avengers podcast, covering the seminal spy series that lasted from 1961 to 1969 on an episode-by-episode basis. Join us as we explore the television series that helps shape pop culture and made an icon out of Diana Rigg, Honor Blackman, and Patrick Dean. With Umbrella, Charm, and Bowler. That other Avengers podcast coming straight towards you every month. Only on the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. 